0: Meeting is being recorded.
1: And you're listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. I'm your girl, Sheree Darien. What's up, Savannah, GA? I am so excited and so delighted to be back in the studio this week. I hope you are having a fantastic January. We're on the brink of February. And of course, I'm bringing you another amazing guest. Yes, I am biased, and you'll find out why in just a moment. But before we jump into that, let me jump into this and remind you you're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio. With Global Soul and the viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily that of WRUU, its staff, or its license holder. And without further ado, who do you have on the line, Miss Cherie? I have Miss Jessie Brinsfield. Hey, girl, are you on the line with me? Hey, Cherie. Hey, what's up? How are you? How's Savannah today? I'm in Carolina, as you know. Yes, things are great in Savannah,
0: the sun is shining, it's still a little cold, I thought I moved south to stay warm, but uh, you know, they're they're tricking us a little bit, but uh, sun's shining, so I'll take it.
1: Yeah, you know, that is interesting, I was joking with you um, before we went live about my cali- sorry, calories, it's not calories, it's cat allergies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there's a new word. Who needs calories right now? No, we don't, we don't. <laughs> Okay. I just created a new word. You're right. But I am going to create that new t-shirt that it's not COVID. It's cat allergies. Because seriously, I'm afraid to sneeze in public.
0: Absolutely. And that's what's
1: going on. <laughs> our weather our weather has been b- bizarre. It's been cold, finally. It, it's been cold. But you know, I'll take the sunshine and the cold. So long as there's not the white stuff, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It, well, listen, I, we like it down here. I'm, I've been in uh, the low country all of my life. So, you know, when we see it, we think it's Christmas all over again, but people that migrated here are like, we can do without. I grew up
0: with it all the time. So I'm very much happy to not,
1: not have (laughs) it anymore. (laughs) What about that beautiful baby girl? Does she like that thought of snow?
0: She loves the idea of snow. She would like, you know, combust if I told her that it was snowing right now. When my mom calls, uh, who lives up in D.C., and she'll tell her, it's snowing. And she's like, she she could metamorphose herself through
1: FaceTime. She'd be so happy to no. be in the snow. Well, she <laughs> is yeah. so oh, I had fun talking with you guys. Well, we're here today, of course, um, talking about LLS. I looked through my email to see when you and I really kind of initially connected and Exchanges back and forth and it started in August of last year. Sure did. Amazing. Yeah. And it's so been a year. few months. It's been a while. And I'm thinking, wow, of course you do this for a living. I mean, this <laughs> is your your job. I mean, it sounds extremely rewarding, but I want to get you right, girl. You are the campaign development manager uh for the man and woman of the year campaign, which I don't know how that red carpet got rolled out for me and i say red carpet uh, deliberately at this stage of our conversation because typically what i do jesse is roll out the red carpet for my guests to really introduce my guests to my very loyal uh i want to say fans lord i think i've never said fans (laughs) oh i love it of course you have
0: fans and and saying red carpet is completely and utterly appropriate because we rolled the red carpet out to you. Um, you came, your name came to me through my leadership team. Um, I know we had met many years ago on very different uh, uh, things going on in life, um, and had lost touch with all things of life. And so I was so excited for your name to come back across my desk. Um, and yeah, we started a conversation in August because your name, as I mentioned, came across my desk as a nominee for our upcoming 2022 Man and Woman of the Year campaign. So absolutely, red carpet is is a perfect way to uh, to say how, how we reconnected.
1: That's that's awesome. I'm excited and, and still very curious to know who threw my name in the hat, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> I know you probably can't give that away, but no worries. I am not mad. I'm actually very honored to have this opportunity um, to even consider it, this is three times a charm. I think this is my third um, ask. And I finally said yes. And so that's what we wanted to unpack a little bit today about um, why I finally said yes. First of all, you're excellent at what you do. Absolutely oh, okay. excellent at what you do. And it, honestly, and I want to make a shout out for Jesse, uh, publicly to LLS and Jenny, and the rest of your team, Catherine, Catherine, excuse me, and I will forget people's names, so I'm not going to continue to call names, but if it was not for you, I would not be doing this. I want you to know that, and it's so important that people know how valued they are. It's important to me. Maybe it's just this stage of my life, um, having come from a corporate career and had a team. I know how important that is to make sure you empower your people, and so thank you, like you inspire me. And I'm going to tell you publicly, you got to stay on me. If I don't answer, please don't take any of it personally. I'm an octopus. I'm doing 10 million things, trying to do them all at the same time. So I'll probably look like a lunatic. So your consistency and persistence does not annoy me. Um, but if I don't get back to you immediately, just know I see it. and Maybe I should just start liking it. So you know that's acknowledging it. But I And I'm on it and I'm going to get to it. I will complete it, but it's just nuts. But I want to love on you and just tell you, thank you so much. And before we jump into the meat of today, I want them to know about you. Why would any individual such as yourself choose to do this type of work? Why is it so important to you? Sure.
0: Well, thank you for that. Um, Very, um, very kind words. I I sincerely appreciate that. Um, I love what I do. I love people. I love fixing things. I love really challenging um, projects and puzzles. And um, that kind of explains my job uh, kind of in a nutshell. So every day I work with people. Um, I meet people every day. I work with patients. I work with survivors. I work with families. Um, I have met individuals that otherwise I would never have met before. Um, And I meet individuals that are philanthropic and have that desire to, to give back and they don't know how or when or what. And I work with my leadership team who know more people that want to grow their business that are new to our area. And we build this list of potential candidates who we think could be those movers and shakers, those rock stars that some like their name in the big bright lights, And some people could absolutely want to just never in a million years, you know, would want that. Uh, but I love working with all of those individuals because they are what make my job um, so unique. And every day is a different day. And the bottom line is, I love fundraising and I love event planning. And so, with all of that being said, I fundraise and I event plan. And um, we'll talk, uh, you know, about what specifically we do. But um, you know, it's kind of the best of, of all the worlds um, in one. So, and I love being down here, um, as I alluded to, I'm from originally from up north. So, uh, being down here and to be able to do really fun, uh, fun events and having. Typically warmer weather um, and so more months in the year to to be able to do that um, is really fun too. So,
1: Yeah. It's interesting. I've been working with you for a while in your team. So now I know that uh, you guys have had to pivot as many organizations and businesses have as well. So you work remotely. Are you back in the actual office setting now or are you doing both?
0: Mm -hmm. No. So we uh, we all work remote from home. Excuse me. We all work remote from home. And um, then I have what I like to say, my mobile offices. Um, and there's a couple of uh, restaurants around town that I will frequent often. And I have kind of a standing table that has a power plug so I can plug in with my laptop. And, uh, and I work from there when I have meetings that I need to be in person. But uh, yeah, LLS has been a huge pivot over the last two years um, where everything was in person, just like everybody else in the world. Um, and went 100% virtual, and we ran our campaign last year, um, or the last two years, our campaigns have all been virtual, and this year, we're really excited to create kind of a hybrid environment for all of our events, Um, obviously, being really careful and judicial with um, engagement with our current patients and uh, current patients and survivors, because obviously, they are highly susceptible, so we're, we're really cautious, you know, keeping all that in mind, Uh, But it is great for the individuals that do want to get together um, to be able to be in person, um, to be able to do that when we can.
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, We've been tossing out the acronym LLS since we started. And that was intentional because I really want you to unpack. The organization itself, and of course, the mission. So, can you tell everybody in Savannah, the Coastal Empire, and those around the world what exactly is LLS? Absolutely.
0: So, LLS is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization, um, a national orga- national nonprofit organization, um, and we fund research to advance life-saving treatments. And we drive advocacy for policies that protect patient access to life-saving treatments. And we have a, a, a huge variety of of ways that we do do that. And we have a ton of um, individuals that sit on our research um, committees, uh, including doctors and philanthropists and everybody in the sun, and they do research to find cures for blood cancer. Um, every three minutes, somebody is diagnosed with a blood cancer, and every nine minutes, somebody is dying from one. So we do everything we can so that we can win and cancer can lose.
1: Yeah. Do everything we can so that we can win and cancer can lose. That's interesting. Um, and that That makes me think so many things that are flying through my head right now. But I wrote down something I think is very interesting. Um, I usually get the title of each of these episodes from the actual conversations. But before we uh, jumped into this call, I was thinking about how life is happening anyway. Just anyway, right? And are we in the game of life, actively playing, or are we on the sidelines actually watching, right? So I really want to make an appeal today and ask those that are listening, are you waiting on it, whatever it is to happen, or are you making it happen, happen? Are you creating something? Are you making a difference? And before you answer, think about LLS think about this man and woman of the year campaign and keep on your listening ears. Cause we're going to tell you a lot more about it. So with that being said, the man and woman of the year, where did this name? I love it. I think it's absolutely brilliant, but where did that come about? Absolutely. So the
0: um, LLS man and woman of the year campaign um, started in 1990, um, not in Savannah. Um, out on the West Coast, and um, has kind of manifested over the years. Um, there are now 80 man and Women of the Year campaigns that happen annually. Um, so, obviously, there are more than 80 states, so some multiple in some states, um, and some not in any state. But uh, that being said, uh, our campaign started, uh, this is our 10th anniversary. And we are super excited to, uh, like I alluded to before, have an amazing candidate class that is completely diverse. And um, most candidates don't necessarily have a personal connection to LOS, um, but it, I would be remiss to say that, you know, if you had a conversation with anybody to say, hey, do you know somebody that's been affected by cancer? More than likely they're going to say yes. Right. And so, um, so much of what we do is so much more than just blood cancer. Um, A lot of treatments and drugs that LLS has um, uh, created help a multitude of other cancers. Blood is easy to test on. So we are able to do research um, exponentially faster than, most because right blood is really easy to get Um, and there are lots of studies to show that um, treatments that have been created by LLS um, are helping other forms of cancer so um, you could have somebody that has a stomach cancer that gets treated with an older blood cancer treatment and the blood cancer treatment you know works work for that uh, for that other patient so it's it's pretty rewarding to say that even if you're not personally affected with blood cancer, um, that you
1: still absolutely have a, uh, have a connection to LOS. I think that's probably one of the most significant because, every you know, we want people to, to be a part of this or support it and get involved. But I think when we, we thought that kind of universal language that it's not just blood cancer, we're going after the other or the original big C cancer, all types of cancer. Right. Uh, So I think that's important for people to hear, particularly if there's someone that, and and I think you're, you're spot on with, if you have not personally uh, had to deal with cancer, you most definitely, I'd be surprised if, if, Many of many people today, period, wherever they are, don't know someone that has, you know, that be absolutely totally surprised if they didn't. It's so rampant, um, and it could be breast cancer, prostate cancer, throat cancer. You name it. You mentioned stomach cancer. There's so many. I don't want to start a list. It's exhaustive. But <laughs> that it, it
0: is, no doubt. Yeah,
1: it really is. Um, I, I really love the fact that you touched on having a diverse pool of candidates as well. I didn't even think about the importance of that. We hear that more in the uh, work environment, but I really didn't think about it um, from like a fundraiser or supporting a nonprofit organization. That's pretty cool as well.
0: Absolutely, because again, you know, all of our candidates bring bring a different perspective to to our campaign. Um, This year, um, being the 10th anniversary, we have 20 candidates that are running, which is the largest class we've ever had. Um, And um, a little more specific. So the Men and Women of the Year campaign um, is a competition. It is a 10 week competition. And um, as you mentioned before, we started these conversations, you and I started a conversation in August and mm-hmm. I remember one of the very first things you said to me was, well, why are we talking in August about something that doesn't start until February? What in the world? Like how involved in this? how involved is this? Yeah. And I remember, if you remember right, I said to you, it's not that it's so involved. It's totally a matter of what you make of it. And so over the last couple of months, we have talked briefly here, there, and everywhere in between. And each candidate like yourself, Um, I have done the same thing with. And so all of my candidates are building a team around them to create this wow factor, kind of their it. And their team can be of however many people that they want. They don't all have to be in, you know, in their backyard. They can have family and friends that are all over. Because in essence, you're building a team and there's 19 other of you building a team. And you all are going to fundraise when we kick off uh, the middle of next month to raise as much money as you can. There, the sky is the limit. But the bottom line is that every dollar that you guys raise is money that LLS did not have before your campaign started. Um, knowing that uh, blood cancers are the third leading cancer killer of Americans, and that nearly 1.3 million people in the U.S. are living with or are in remission with leukemia lymphoma, or myeloma is astounding. And yeah. if we can get to the point where people genuinely understand that if they donate a dollar or if their business has, you know, funds that they, you know, allocate for for nonprofits, that if there's one organization, I would say hands down without a second thought, that the money, you can see where it goes and feel where it goes, it's LLS, without a doubt.
1: You know, that's very important. Um, The tangible impact of the dollar, uh, where it's spent and how it's spent to really the more uh, sophisticated donors they want to know that, is that money staying local? And so two questions. I wanted to know from your perspective, how receptive do you think the coastal empire has been in supporting LLS? Um, and what can you say about the use of the dollars that actually come in? Like what, how much of that does stay local?
0: Absolutely. Well, 76 cents of every dollar goes to mission. It doesn't go to salaries. It doesn't go to the, you know, the the whatever somewhere else that's not tangible. So that's a substantial amount that we can officially say is being used for research. The specific dollar amount, per se, to stay in the low country is very hard to put a number on. However, what I can say is that we have um, local boy and girl of the year uh, families that every year we have a local boy and girl um, that are either currently in treatment or just out and are in remission and are in maintenance. Um, they they have received not only the financial. Assistance from LLS, but they have received the emotional support from LLS um, and the resources that LLS is able to provide them, um, copay assistance, and I mean, all things related to anything that anybody's going through um, when this unfortunate news is handed to them. Um, LLS is there with a, a, a plethora of, of ways of re- uh, um, things of resource, not just financial. So um, mm-hmm. it's really heartwarming to be able to, uh, you know, see them, hear their real stories. You know, again, it's not these fictitious characters that oh, this sounds great, and, and this organization did X, Y, and Z. No, really and truly, um, these individuals um, are here because of the help of LLS. So very heartwarming.
1: You know, I wrote down at the beginning of our talk our boy and girl of the year. Would you tell us about Eli and Aurora?
0: Absolutely. So Eli, um, our boy and girl of the year this year, um, are Eli and Aurora. Eli is 11 and Aurora is seven. And they both have other siblings that are healthy and well. And um, both Eli and Aurora were healthy children living life to the fullest and didn't know anything other than that. And both of them actually were diagnosed with different forms of uh, leukemia and lymphoma uh, last year. Eli was diagnosed last February, February of 2021, and Aurora in, uh, I believe it was April of 2021. Mm -hmm. And these two little bodies were treated with um, a, a variety of different treatments. Um, not all necessarily for children. So they are immensely strong fighters. And both of them, um, they met each other actually in clinic, uh, going through treatments. And both were able to uh, to ring their bells and be able to declare being cancer free over the summer. So we are super excited to, to honor them and to celebrate them um, and to get to know their families um, through, this, through this campaign year. So they are definitely um, not, not a rare case in terms of uh, you know, success, obviously, but uh, you know, some people's treatments are much longer and, and some unfortunately don't win their battles, um, right. but we try to honor and celebrate those that, that we can.
1: I think that was so profound. The fact that what a difference a day makes. One day, and as we're thinking about, you know, the difference a dollar makes, it does make a difference. And as you stated before, for every dollar that's received, it's a dollar more than uh, LLS would have would have had. But in terms of what a difference a day makes, you said these were young, vibrant children exactly. who were just going around their life, and then one day they get sick. Yeah. Life is not the same. Life is interrupted in a major yeah. way.
0: And not right, not just their life, but their siblings, oh, their friends, yes. their parents, And in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. So life as it was already wasn't, you know, what what our normal used to be. And then they get hit with this. So it definitely has been um you know, it, it's been a challenge for
1: them without a doubt. With you being so up close and personal to um, hear the the stories of so many families that's been impacted by cancer, you know, most times people don't, it's interesting because I'm from a banking, um, you know, industry and I work with small business owners. And it's interesting to see why most small business owners get started in businesses usually after they are looking for a product or service and they're not, Uh, satisfied or pleased with that. And so then they go out and create their own, or it's not even in the market. So then they create it. Innovation takes place. But many times it's very similar to until something tragic happens or chaos hits before we wake up to say, I need to do more um, or make a difference. And my question is, and, and likewise in this, most people don't think about, the impacts of cancer on a family's life until it affects their own family and friends. Exactly. So what would you say, Jesse? Uh, and we're zooming through this first half hour, almost at the halfway point, but before yes. we take a quick break, what would you say to someone, uh, what would you say to them, why should they support this campaign? Because... We
0: want to win and we want cancer to lose. And we can't ever get to a world without cancer if we don't have people advocating for a life without a world without cancer.
1: Period. Yeah, it's really as simple as that. I love I've I've actually snatched your um uh salutation. Not salutation, is that the end of uh-huh. the meeting? <laughs> I'm sorry, like is that the greeting of <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Blame it on my allergies today. You said until there's a cure. Mm-hmm. I, I I grabbed that up. It just resonated so deeply. When um, we come back, we're going to, well, before we even go, uh, this is actually me just kind of saying it over and over again, and I won't stop. But my why, you mentioned the why, the personal connection. Clearly I have, I'm one of the few that does have a personal connection and this uh, opportunity to be a part of this organization um, if I have to say I'm biased I am if I have to say I'm very selfish in doing this I am and I say that unapologetically it is my truth I am doing this in honor of my mother uh, mm, who was so diagnosed thrilled. both. it was just like when I saw those two words lymphoma and leukemia together Is a no brainer because that's exactly what she was diagnosed. Very, very aggressive uh, forms of blood cancer that by the time she was diagnosed, it was too late, you know? And
0: that is sadly the case sometimes. And that's where, you know, we want to try to do what we can so that families or individuals just like yourself don't have days like that,
1: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, if you could have, if this could have prevented that, I'd take it all day long for and, and no, I know, I've already said, I've told on myself, um I, if I could have one more day, if I could have one more week, if I could have one more year. You understand? One more birthday, one more Christmas, and she died one week before Christmas, uh, seven years ago. So yes, and let me drop another bomb on you guys. I'm not going to make this about the other C, but we know what the other C is—the one that I can't even sneeze in the store. COVID. As we are talking right now, Jesse, I didn't—I don't think I shared this with you. My father, at this moment is in ICU due to COVID, on a uh, ventilator. I cannot communicate with him, fully sedated. Right now, look at your face. Yes, as I'm talking, and I'm the biggest daddy's girl ever. So even in the midst of this, I'm still fighting for honor for my mom because of our boy and girl of the year. And those that we don't even know their names of, but it's because I am healthy. I am a person that's so big on gratitude, absolute gratitude. I love every ounce of those 68 years that I had with my mother. And unfortunately cancer, you know, cross our path and we dealt with that, but that's why I'm doing this is very unselfish. You know, what I'm hoping, the impact that I'm hoping to make into the lives of someone else. Be it a little boy or a little girl, or a, a uh, you know a young man or young woman, maybe someone that never even had kids before, or it could be someone a senior. It doesn't matter. No one deserves to have to battle cancer. No. They don't. Agree yeah.
0: wholeheartedly. Oh no, you did not tell me all of that. So
1: yes, crazy.
0: You amaze me every time every time we talk. And I thank you so much for sharing the story of what you and your family went through with your mom. And like you said, we will do everything we can. You and your team will do everything that you can to honor her, every ounce of her to honor her and to hopefully connect with somebody else who can learn from what your family um, endured to either take something from that or to learn something from that um, and to kind of tuck that away so that if and when they are dealt uh, the card with the big deal, yes. that yes. they have something that they can, that you can empower them with because of what you went through.
1: Oh yeah, we have to pay it forward. And that's what these conversations are about. We're totally naked, under shame and unapologetic with our truth. I try to be that light that example that you know what, life is not a crystal stair, right? It's not all rainbows and roses. It throws curveballs. And that's why I really love that question. Life is happening anyway. Until I told you what was happening with my dad, you had no idea, right? Right. right. So, but it's happening. What I got to choose now, how do I deal with this? Okay. How do I deal with this challenge? Because that's what it is. Did I create it? You really gotta, you know, just break it down and then breathe. Like I'm always about resetting and doing what's within our control. What and we're shifting, guys. One of my favorite, um, I think it's a poem. It's a prayer, the Serenity Prayer, right? Accept the things that we can change, change the things we can. Accept the ones we can't. I can't remember it (laughs) exactly. Look it up. Google it. Call, ask Siri to pull up the Serenity Prayer, Savannah, <laughs> and she will. With that being said, these two lovely girls are going to take a brief break, and we're going to be right back with you. I want to remind you, you're listening to W R U U L 107.5 FM, WRUULP.org. We will be right back with you.
0: How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter. And it supports Savannah's only community radio station. For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, Email underwriting at wruu.org. This meeting is being recorded.
1: And we are back. You're listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. I'm your girl, Sheree Darianne, and I am on with Miss Jesse. Jesse, you still there? Hi. What's up, Jesse? Oh, okay, and, uh, So I'm so curious to know. Obviously, I'm delighted to know that Cherie is a part of this amazing campaign. And yes, girl, can you see me as woman of the year? I have deemed myself Savannah's sweetheart. I oh, think I, think sounds, I think it sounds amazing. And yes, I'm going to get this red wig. We're coming up with some crazy ideas just to kind of draw, you know, create some conversation, a conversation starter. Absolutely. Uh, see where it goes. The theme for... Team Lucy Lockett is fun, F-U-N, fun. Let's have some fun. I was sharing with Jesse that my mother's birthday was on the 4th of July. So we have some uh, exciting events planned. And we'll tell you guys about that in a little bit. We certainly want you to be a part. So uh, as the young children or kids, I'm getting old, says, (laughs) hit me up, Okay. hit me up at WRUU, send me a message, let's connect, meet for some coffee or something. And um, listen, you're welcome to even join the team. So I'm just putting that out there. Jesse, tell us, like what type of criteria do you have for your candidates as for our men and women of the year? Who do you look for? Yeah, that's a great question. So.
0: If there are some characteristics that I would say define you, you are super busy, super engaged, fun, creative, uh, busy, involved with things with the community, both in South Carolina and in Georgia, You like to talk to people. You like to also sit behind the scenes. This is a great example of that. Those are all the characteristics that most certainly describe in my book, you. And that's just you as a person. It has nothing to do with the big C or or any of that. And those are the characteristics that really kind of make a person tick. And make a person a potential good candidate. Now, of course, other things that make a good candidate are, um, you know, somebody who is, uh, you know, growing professionally and wants to, you know, keep their name out to the community, somebody who's always out networking because they're building business. This is a great way to um, share information about what LLS does, but also to promote yourself and what you do. Um, LLS does so much to promote all of our candidates in all the walks of life that they do. Um, We have everything from um, individuals in marketing to interior design to engineers to um, uh, 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 real estate agents and mortgage lenders and, I mean, literally everything under the sun. and. That's what makes a good candidate. Could I have a candidate class of all doctors? Sure, but that's not gonna probably do a whole lot of good because that's all in one little circle. Could I do a candidate class of all um, entrepreneurs? Sure. But again, that diversity of where everybody comes from, and they're not all in the low country or in, you know, southeast Georgia. Our region for, for our campaign goes from Hilton Head over to Charleston. Down and just about to Jacksonville and back up. So we're a we're a pretty big territory that, that we cover. And um, you know, if somebody's in Hilton Head, they can also run in our Charleston campaign. If they do more business on that side than this side, then by all means, they should run for Charleston. Um, but it also doesn't really matter where you are or where you're from or where your family is or where your friends are or where did you go to school. A dollar is a dollar, and if you have friends and family or colleagues that are Anywhere, their dollar is the same as a dollar sitting in my wallet and in your wallet. It so, is. engaging people who are not just in our backyard, um, and you know, because of the big C uh, and this virtual world that we live in um, for some of life now, um, people are more familiar and more comfortable with having Zoom and having. Um, virtual this, that, or what have you, right? Virtual happy hour. We love to do virtual happy hour. Nothing's easier than a virtual happy hour. Doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. And so our candidates are able to engage um, their friends and family and constituents wherever they are um,
1: to run their campaign. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I know, I didn't realize how wide your footprint was, but mm-hmm. it's that's pretty large. Uh, you also mentioned... I, well, I wrote down student of the year. I don't know why. There was something that you said that made me write that down.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we have our man and woman of the year campaign, um, which is an annual 10 week competition. But then we also have our students of the year campaign, um, which is a seven week competition, um, very much the same as man woman. Um, it is a couple weeks shorter, and they are primarily high school junior and seniors. Um, and they are looking for community service hours, they are looking for volunteer hours, and they work with their peers. Um, and just think about the energy of, of that demographic. Um, and they create, you know, an absolute windstorm of uh, fury of raising as much money as they can during their campaign and building their team with their constituents and their families. So there is. Um, Competitiveness is probably another uh, component, though a candidate doesn't necessarily have to be the most competitive person, so long as they have somebody on their team to, to uphold that, that competitive piece, um, you know, it is, is a, an important uh, factor to campaign.
1: So it sounds like a hype man or woman on the team uh, would be a good fit as well.
0: For sure. But then, so there probably is a question looming in people's mind. What does it mean, man and woman of the year? Well, when we have our grand finale, this Black Tie Gala in the end of April, um, our winners, because there will be winners, are deemed the winner, the man of the year and the woman of the year based on how much money they raise. And Mm -hmm. the other unique piece of this campaign, as compared to any other campaign that people may have heard of, nobody knows the running total of their fundraising except for the candidates and myself. So there's no big billboard that we put up that says we've raised $200,000, we've raised $400,000, and here's, here's how that is happening. No, the only people that know what the current totals are are our candidates themselves and me. Um, I get to run all the reports every week. Um, and so the winner is truly an announcement um, of total surprise to everybody in attendance. Um, wow. and so our man and woman of the year is truly uh, the man who raises the most and the woman that raises the most, and um, it can be one by just a difference of a dollar. So when I say more than that. Yeah, yeah, so if there are two female candidates that are, um, I'll tell you a great example. Last year, week over week over the 10 week campaign, there were three female candidates that were all about $200 apart, week over week over week. Wow. One week they were uh, going into finale they were about $25 apart when the last piece of a finale with um uh, live auction um they I'm watching the ticker on the back end and they are dollars apart and cents okay. apart and dollars apart and cents apart and then obviously our woman of the year um got on one last larger donation and, and took the win. but it was pretty exciting um, to watch it but they had no idea that um, that they were that close. And I have no doubt that you know stories like that every year um, happen. So I cannot wait to see what the 20 of you uh, what what heartburn and uh, sleepless nights you guys give me this year.
1: <laughs> oh Lord oh my God. I don't even want to think about it. That's why the theme is fun, because I need that tangible reminder. Don't stress out, Sheree. This is supposed to be uh, fun. So do Absolutely. it. Obviously, the intention, and then following through, even in those moments when I want to pull my hair out. I know, <laughs> I know they're coming, but that's why we crazy, busy people do what we do. That's and great. I am, I am certainly convinced that we do what we think is important to us. We There's do. No question. Otherwise, we have an excuse, right? A sexy excuse to get out of it. But if it's something that is really important to you, you'll make time. You, you, you know, leverage that 24 hours and make it happen. So interesting when you mentioned that earlier, you said we all have the same 24 hours in a day. I was thinking about a, a notification that I received on my phone the other day. And it tells you how much your screen time has been for the week. Yep. Think about that. For all of those that are complaining about they don't have time. How much time are you on your phone? And there's no
0: way if I told you and put you up to a a polygraph that do you take your phone to the bathroom? You know you do. Do you take your phone to bed? You know you do. Can you send an email? Can you do a social media post while you're laying in bed, while you're watching TV, while you're going to the bathroom? I'm not saying that's the only time you do it, but there is that screen time evidence that there is lots of time wasted in a day, that there, are, that there is time in a day that yeah. anybody can take, even if it's yeah. 10 minutes a day, to just share out information to their networks, something about what the campaign is, what LLS does to bring awareness to their, to their world.
1: That makes a difference. It does. It's, It's a great investment, quite honestly. If we really want to talk about, um, from impact, you mentioned a word I absolutely love is philanthropy. Uh, if we look at it from that perspective, it's an absolute great investment. I do, I do believe that. I do want you to talk about two things your team. I think they're absolutely amazing. I do want to uh, acknowledge them while we're on, and then the start and end dates, right? Okay. And then obviously, we're going to end this with a call to action.
0: Absolutely. So, I absolutely have the greatest team, um, Jenny Brewster and Lauren Matthews and Catherine Welch and um, uh, it's just, it's, it's incredible that we have such, and I'd be remiss to say, um, Najee down in, um, she is in Yuli and she runs our student beer campaign. So you don't get to know her quite as much, but, uh, and Lauren runs our light night So, um, my immediate team, Catherine is my, is my right hand helping with, the the marketing pieces of, of man, woman, and Jenny the guru of all of man, woman. Um, and, uh, yes there are obviously we all have the same 24 hours in a day there are 20 of you and one of me so uh if it wasn't for for my team's help there's no way i'd be able to to manage all of you so
1: and Catherine has an amazing story i just you just never can read a book by its cover you yeah. just never know you really don't amazing powerful story and i didn't get to share with her how um grateful I was to actually have an opportunity to hear her story, but we'll, we have time to connect. Absolutely. Um, would you go over to start and end dates of the campaign as well? Cause people are probably, you know, right now, if we're channeling them, oh, yeah. At least I, I want them to be thinking, how do I be a part of this tree? How can I get more information? How can I join your team and when could I can start supporting it?
0: Absolutely. Well, so we officially kick off at 12.01 on Thursday, February 17th. The light turns green, as I like to say, at 12.01 and the funds can come flowing. Uh, you have an LLS website uh, where you will accept donations and that site will go live with that donate button, as I said, at 12.01 on February 17th. And then we will run ferociously fast. 10-week campaign that will conclude on Saturday, April 30th um, with our, as I mentioned, Black Tie Gala um, that right now is being going to be held at the Hyatt in downtown Savannah. And that is a ticketed event um, and more information to come about that as we get closer to it. But um, it is a, like I said, the fastest 10 weeks, the most unique 10 weeks. And when I say that we kick off in just a matter of a couple weeks, kickoff is going to come and we're going to be talking about finale right around the corner. So um, please share with your fans, because that is the completely appropriate way to say it. Um, what? Who is your team? Who is on your team?
1: And what are some things that you've got planned? That's cool. So I am uh, full of estro- estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Hint, hint, it's a whole lot of females that's on the Lucy, Team Lucy Lockett. Obviously, that's my mom's name. Her name was Dolores, or um, but everybody called her Lucy. Mom was born on the 4th of July, and every single year, we had a party at her house, and the entire community came and spent the night um, essentially fireworks and all, and so I'm gonna uh, begin with the end in mind our finale will be a community block party at her house uh,
0: uh-huh. in her
1: yard and so uh, we have this signature thing that one of the uh, my campaign manager who happens to be my daughter wants to do after each um, milestone is to have fireworks as our signature so we will have this launch party and the uh, actual, A place is to be announced, but we will end that with some fireworks. And then midway, we're going to have a chick nick. This is a glammed out picnic. And we're going to do that. Uh, That date is to be uh, determined as well. And location, obviously. And of course, the community block party. So we have lots and lots and lots. They have, excuse me, I'm just showing up with red hair okay i'm the face of this thing <laughs> no i'm gonna oh, most be, definitely i i will be there um but really i'm delighted to just sit back and and quite honestly my this is a thing this is something that my family wants to do and my friends want to support right because it's us today it could be someone else tomorrow
0: yes i right? can't even tell you when i listen to you talk about the excitement about honoring your mother my cheeks hurt you make me <laughs> smile non-stop because your love and passion for celebrating her and raising oh, yeah. money while you're doing it i mean it you exude so much joy and love and yeah. seriously like my cheeks always hurt after i get off a call with you because you do you just Incessantly make me smile. So thank
1: you for that. I hope that, you know, I appreciate that, Jesse, And I hope that's resonating and landing like really, really strongly with our, our listening audience, because I want them to understand that this is serious. It is so real, but I am so determined seriously to really make a difference. I may never know. Just as with this platform, I don't know who hears my crazy voice <laughs> week after week like literally all over the world, not just here in the coastal empire, yes. I don't know, but it is the intention from day one that something is shared here that can help someone wherever they are. And likewise, I don't know who's gonna benefit from what we're able to do. If that's, uh, you know, $500 or 10 million, I don't know who's gonna be impact, but that's not my motivation. My motivation is to do what I can until there is a cure. That is it. It is so simple as that. So we're going to have fun. And yes, I'm going to be asking for help. Yes, I am going to be. I am asking right now for help. Whatever that looks like for you. It has to feel good. It. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Say <laughs> it again. I hope you hear what she's saying. Yeah. Say it. It has to feel really, really good in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul, in your person, in your being. It has to feel right for you, Jesse, and to your team. This feels so right for me that I said yes. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. I'm going to do my best. Yes, I have a goal. Yes, I'm ambitious. Yes, I'm driven. Yes, you know, there's a possibility that we don't make. Woman of the year, but I will do my best. My commitment is one, I said yes, I'm going to honor my word. Two, we're going to do our absolute best. <laughs> and that is Connor screaming because someone just came. Anyway, we will edit that out. See, cat's working. Anyway, I said yes. Make sure it feels good to you. Does this feel good, Savannah? Does this feel good? If it does, I know it does. I know oh it does. does. I know it does. I know it does. Team Lucy Lockett. Team Lucy Lockett. Visit www.team. Team Lucy L U C Y com. Team Lucy Lockett. Go on there, check it out, and get ready to support. Reach out to me. And thank you so much, Jesse. And to the team at LLS, I am so delighted to be a part of this. Let's make it happen. Let's do it, girl. I'm so Let's excited for you. Thank you so much, Savannah. That's another episode of Courageous Conversations with Cherie. I'm your girl, Sheree Darien. And until next week, we'll see you soon.